1: I don't have any fish. You do now. I call that one Shrek, and the other Fiona. That Shrek is a rascally devil. Oh, uh, look at the time! I guess you better be going. Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton, and
0: I'm Madison Malone Kercher, and you're listening to ICYMI, in case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture.
1: And speaking of the internet, you can now find us on it because we officially have a Twitter account. Don't ask why it took us this long to get one. <laughs> uh, shout out to my friend Kelly who was like, wait, your show about Twitter doesn't have a Twitter account. And I was like, well, when you put it that way, Kelly. <laughs> what, we're never going to make a TikTok account. I'm so sorry, um, despite how much we talk about it. But on Twitter, you can find us at Icymi underscore pod. We figured this would be an easier way to get in touch with us and interact with
0: us on Twitter, which so many of you have been doing, which is great, uh, using our hashtag. But honestly, we kept forgetting to use the hashtag. I myself have
1: used the wrong hashtag at least twice. <laughs> I have simply left it off of my tweets about the podcast to the um, concern of our producers. So now <laughs> if you need us, call us, beep us at Icymi underscore pod.
0: In other Twitter news, uh, a callback, Rachel Stone, who you might remember from a few episodes back. She is a legal journalist who was banned from Twitter for threatening to
1: murder the um the TikTok man <laughs> as she so lovingly called him. She's back on Twitter. I'm not going to say Woodward and Bernstein who, but like this is this is impact journalism. I I am Rachel McAdams in spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Yeah, I think that's kind of a hotter look anyway. She's been freed from Twitter jail after our episode. Someone at Twitter reached out to her on LinkedIn of all platforms and was like, what's going on here? I think he had also seen the application she had sent in, which if you listen to the episode, you know that she sent in an application that was just her appeal. To work at Twitter. (laughs) A a job she does not want. (laughs) But it worked. And we worked. So, if nothing... You know that we have, you know, the juice to get someone unbanned from Twitter. Please don't get (laughs) banned banned from Twitter to test it out. And we 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 will try not to get banned from Twitter. (laughs) This was a one-time,
0: one-time deal. Uh, (laughs) Our first tweet should probably not be a death threat. But you'll have to head over to our account at ICYMI underscore pod to find out for sure.
1: But we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about all the great content we're going to be filling our Twitter account with because some more important things have been happening this week. For once, the internet is celebrating because that iconic movie, Shrek, is turning 20 years old. I
0: feel so old.
1: (laughs) Today
0: on ICYMI, we're going to take you through the evolution of the internet's collective obsession with Shrek. Uh, Chances are good if you are listening to our podcast, you already have a vague or frankly incredibly detailed PhD level understanding of how much the internet has taken to Shrek over the last two decades. But we absolutely have to get into the green, I was going to say horned. They're not really horns. They're
1: like little weird ears, right? Yeah, because he pulls earwax out of him at one point. Ew, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're gonna get into some more gross stuff during the course of this episode, but not just because we are brain broken, but because Shrek's storied internet history is honestly really important in understanding how the film was at the forefront of a merger between IRL culture. If you um, consider a movie where a dragon and a donkey procreate to be culture, which we at ICYMI certainly do. I have so many questions, though, just like biological, physiological. A, a question for I can't. We can't answer those questions today, Madison. What we can answer <laughs> is how Shrek managed to combine this very weird movie with the very weird thing that is the internet and turn it into this sort of Frankenstein art all its own. One that has only continued to mutate, like beautiful dragon-donkey hybrid mutants that fly. Wow, you, you really brought that back around. I love a convoluted metaphor. <laughs> love a forced metaphor. But before we get into more forced metaphors, we have to go back in time. To a darker time
0: before Shrek. Okay, so Shrek premiered at Cannes Film Festival in 2001, which is just objectively funny because this is an animated movie, theoretically for children, about an ogre who lives in a swamp.
1: This movie also won the Academy Award in 2002 for Best Animated Feature, which was the first ever Oscar in that category, and it beat Monsters, Inc. But from the kind of very beginning, Shrek, when you think about the backstory of it, seems designed in a lab to become an internet phenomenon it was this kind of anti-disney movie poking fun at the eternal franchising of successful properties and these like overused tropes it then became the very monster it was making fun of but there's also i don't know how many people know about the kind of development hell that shrek was in for so long it was, I think, started to be produced around, like, 1993, 1994. It eventually premiered in 2001. Which animated movies take a long time to make, we should be yeah. clear. But uh, this one was
0: especially <laughs> uh, long,
1: yeah. protracted. Yeah. Within DreamWorks Studios... It was known as the gulag because animators who failed while working on other projects, such as the absolute banger that is the Prince of Egypt, there were often sent. <laughs> yeah. Imagine going from that movie to being sent to work on Shrek and the reassignment was known as being Shrek, which if you know anything about the kind of Shrek memology, that phrase in and of itself is very popular. (laughs) So the movie premieres eventually after all of this kind of like stopping and starting and gulagging. And kids love it. Critics love it. Angsty teens love it. The movie is insanely popular to the point where like the the sequel makes close to a billion dollars worldwide. And so the movie and the franchise, at least for the first two movies, kind of combines all the most important elements you need for a meme, which is cultural ubiquity, just like a whiff of sticking it to the man, even though the man is ultimately making a billion-plus dollars off of it. A kind of, um, I'm sorry to Shrek, ugliness, which we love in memes. I really think you missed the whole point of this movie, man. No, the point is that you accept your (laughs) ugliness. That is the point. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, man. All right, we'll talk later. And then... Funny words, like Shrek is objectively a funny word. And so you have all of these kind of combinations of things.
0: Okay, um, ogres are like onions.
1: They stink? Yes, no. Oh, they make you cry? No. Oh, you leave them out in the sun, they get all brown, start sprouting little white hairs. No, layers.
0: Onions have layers. Ogres have layers, onions have layers. You get it, we both have layers. Do you remember seeing the first
1: one in theaters? Um no, the movie came out when I was 5, but huh. <laughs> I do remember how often I watched it as a kid. I also watched it with my little brother who was born like 9 years after me, and so it was this kind of like cross child <laughs> thing that we both loved at the same time, which I really think kind of gets at the heart of, like, why Shrek is so popular. Because by the time my little brother was watching movies, kids' movies, I was kind of, like, too old for them. But I was fine with Shrek. And as you mentioned, like, Shrek just kept rolling out sequels
0: until the sequels stopped being good or making money. It also got a Broadway musical in 2008. So that sort of Shrek, as it might have been, were it purely an entertainment phenomenon, that's... Honestly, where the story begins. In 2009, DreamWorks launches a Shrek Facebook page. It no longer exists, but shout out to The Daily Dot, who several years ago archived a number of the posts. Keep in mind, 2009, so it's been nearly a decade, eight years since the movie came out. Uh, And the the bit on the Facebook page was that Shrek himself would post
1: little, like, notes to fans. Which, okay, weird, but... Just remember that Shrek 2, which also slaps, and I think made close to a billion dollars, came out in 2004. One point I don't think either of us have made yet, the movie soundtracks are fucking incredible. Immaculate. And again, are part of this kind of internet cultural legacy because Shrek, the Shrek movies were kind of the first animated movies to use existing songs as the soundtrack instead of like an original score or original music. And there's this way in which the capturing of a specific mood with the song that already has an emotional resonance with the audience it just reminds me of TikTok. Yeah, that's a good way to put it.
0: It also another way to put it is that myself and a generation of children learned about
1: Hallelujah <laughs> as that sad song from the low point <laughs> yeah. in Shrek. Yes, exactly. Which is a meme in and of itself. So DreamWorks rides this wave to the very end. And they're clearly trying to figure out how to capitalize on this giant, unwieldy fandom that it could never have anticipated. And so they created a Facebook page. And that was maybe the closest they got to harnessing the power of the Internet, which uh, sprawls out beyond their control into very weird territories very, very quickly.
0: After the break, we're going to get into how all of well that has evolved into a meme Schmorgersborg we're still talking about decades later. Honestly, things are about to get weirder and darker, and just put in headphones. Do not listen to this around impressionable young children. But first, a musical interlude. I'm gonna perform All Star. Yes. Somebody, Somebody wants to. Told me. No, I'm kidding. The
1: world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed.
0: We'll be back to get our show on and get paid in just a moment, though.
1: And we are back. We left off in the magical year of 2009 with uh, Shrek's Facebook page. That sentence makes me feel 75 years old. Well, you did just tell me you were five when this movie came out. So, you know, (laughs) karma. (laughs) You're right. What goes around comes around. So what happens next? Um, Something that I forgot about, which is that in 2010... As they're promoting, I believe, Shrek Forever After, which will be the only time you mention that movie in this show because it does not exist. I don't acknowledge it. But as they're promoting this unnamed movie, DreamWorks (laughs) and Paramount decides to let this kind of indie magazine do a photo spread involving Shrek. The magazine is called V-Man. And um, they really take a kind of creative approach to this spread which is they they pose Shrek and... I and feel like I various, don't want to know this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They pose Shrek and co, including like puss in boots and like donkey, animals, let's keep that in mind, next to a bunch of models in these kind of um, suggestive poses, which really feels like a perhaps unintentional overlap with what would come to define the Shrek internet fandom. In fact, it seems so intentional that (laughs) Paramount and DreamWorks Animation eventually told The Hollywood Reporter that they regretted allowing the magazine (laughs) to feature characters from a family-friendly franchise in such a compromising position, which is deeply hilarious, but also describes how much Paramount and DreamWorks were not ready for what would come. (laughs) <laughs> uh, in 2012, we take a little bit
0: of a turn when a website called ShrekChan officially launches. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a community-based image board is probably the best way to describe it, uh, akin to, you know, 4chan. But ideally, I guess, with, like, right. more Shrek heads and fewer Nazis. So... Shrek-chan becomes this place where Shrek, like, takes on its own life. Ogres become sort of, like, saintly is maybe a good way to put it.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's this way in which internet communities align themselves with the kind of dark horse of a series. Ogres are misunderstood, but ultimately good. You know, like, they have layers. And the only reason that people think they're evil is because people don't want... To understand them, which is really the perfect kind of anti-hero for um, teens on the Internet. There's a lot of discussion about, like,
0: the swamp where Shrek lives. Swamp becomes sort of a metaphor for for a safe a safe space. Uh, they're, you know, opposed to all things Farquaad, who is the, the villain in Shrek. Knights, new plan. The one
1: who kills the ogre <gasps> will be named champion. How about him? Oh, hey
0: we should also mention that there was uh, like there were made up characters that become part of this universe uh, namely Drek who is Shrek's mortal enemy and it's just Shrek but he's blue
1: the creativity of the internet knows no bounds and unfortunately it, it sometimes gives us things that we wish it did not case in point the next milestone in the Shrek internet canon came in the, 2013 the Shrek-tacious era <laughs> In 2013, over on Real 4chan, a um, copypasta known infamously as Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life emerges. And if you know about this, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and if you don't, I'm also sorry because we're about to ruin whatever nice little bubble you've been living in. We should mention a copy pasta is a, an internet text meme that
0: gets reshared and pasted over and over again. Um, a good example is like if you've ever gotten a chain email, like if you think back to 2005, if you don't send this to five people, you'll have bad luck for th- that's a copy pasta.
1: And uh, this one is um, extremely. Not safe for work. And honestly, I'm just going to give like a, a big old trigger warning for literally everything. Just TLDR in case you want out
0: now. Uh, it involves child abuse, homophobia, a kid being sodomized by Shrek. I hate this. <laughs> Remember when the people who invented the internet thought it was going to democratize the world? This is not the democracy we needed. <laughs> We're not going to link this in the show notes. If you want to read it, you're going to have to put in the work to find
1: it somehow this text post gets turned into this extremely haunting animated video i've seen exactly once but it's seared into my brain for the rest of my life so you would think in a normal world that this video and this copy pasta would exist and people would immediately be like ha ha, ha no but no it becomes this entire meme that people are sharing in the same way i think people shared like two girls one cup Also intensely disturbing. Wow, this show is just foul today. Yeah, honestly, I'm sorry. The Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life video becomes its own cottage industry in that there are just a shit ton of videos of people reacting to it, including one by none other than the Fine Brothers, who have this series of famous YouTubers reacting to viral videos. The one reacting to Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life came out in 2014 and features... YouTubers like Tyler Oakley Shane Dawson and Joey Graceffa which is a name I haven't heard in 27 years Drag Cigarette (laughs) I haven't heard that
0: name in 27 years I hate to do this but we need to play a clip
1: I was only 9 years old I loved Shrek so much I had all the merchandise What is this? it. pray to Shrek Forbid Thanking him for the life I've been given. Shrek is life. This love. is so intense, we have to hold hands. Shrek is life. I love Shrek. My dad hears me and calls me a f. <laughs> I knew he was just jealous of my division. So, during this video, it's just him. YouTubers sitting in a room, kind of facing the camera, and they're looking at a laptop. And in the corner of the video, you can see a little cutout of the Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life video playing. So you can see what they're reacting to as they're reacting to it. And they're kind of just talking out loud as they're reacting to it. And you just kind of see the horror mounting in their faces. me on my hands and knees. No, 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 no. And at the very end of the video, they do a kind of like post-mortem. Like, how do you feel? And a lot of them are like, why did you do that to me? To which... You know, fair. <laughs> this video is kind of like off-brand Sims porn. Yeah, I, I'm I'm upset at that description, but it's not I, wrong. It's
0: accurate. <laughs> In 2014, back to our our timeline, Shrek Chan very abruptly closes down, much to the the sadness and just despondence of of some of its most loyal followers. Its creator said that at the time, spammers and shit posters, as well as the fact that the Shrek phenomenon has been butchered down to nothing, has made it hard for our community to survive, which makes sense. Like, we are a podcast in 2021 talking about the 20th anniversary of Shrek and its history of memes, which is as good an indication as any that Shrek at this point, Shrek memes at this point have become too mainstream to actually be good memes, to be edgy, to be weird, to be
1: out there. So Shrek goes from being this kind of template for edgelord humor into being the kind of casual internet waters from which all memes are made, like Spongebob or B Movie.
0: All this is to say the memeing of Shrek did not end.
1: Yeah, the (laughs) Shrek Chan chapter ends. And the next one is just, again, this kind of ubiquity where Anywhere you turn on the internet, they are just Shrek memes. To the point that in 2018, 200 people collabed to make a YouTube recreation of Shrek the movie, and they called it Shrek Retold, which, great title.
0: Here's a little bit of Shrek Retold, which will sound familiar if you're familiar with Shrek, but also different. Think it's in there? All right. Let's get it. Whoa, hold on! Do you know what that thing could do to you? Yeah, it'll grind your bones to make its bread.
1: <laughs> yes, well, actually, that would be a giant. Ah! Now, it's oh, animated in all these different styles because two hundred people spent all this time making a spreadsheet over analyzing every scene to get in all the same cuts and actions. Back, back, beast!
0: I warn you. That sounds weird. Like that it is that weird. description <laughs> sounds like it should still be in this category of like weird deep internet memeing, but there's this great vice piece about the evolution and history of Shrek memes that we'll link in the show notes that came out this week. And the piece mentioned something that I found really fascinating was that a bunch of the people who made Shrek Retold actually had to go watch Shrek for the first time <laughs> in order to make their segments. Because being a Shrek fan, being into Shrek memes is like fully divorced from actually the movie itself at this point.
1: Yeah. It's like if you haven't seen Shrek, you can probably watch the movie and have seen perhaps 75% of the movie just through GIFs or stills or various out of context memes. Because again, Shrek is just part of, you know, the green Internet waters that we're all swimming in at this point. <laughs> you might say we've reached the Shrekularity. I don't wanna say it.
0: The fact that we're all still we all, culture reporters, internet reporters, the fact that we're all still talking about Shrek in 2021 is sort of indicative of both its formativeness and its ubiquity at this point. Shrek is Shrek is no longer weird. Shrek is for everyone.
1: I mean, I don't think anything quite proves how egalitarian this movie is than the fact <laughs> that Last year, a man reenacted the entirety of Shrek 2 on a live stream. While people donated to racial justice organizations, he made $12,000. Wait, really? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm impressed. I am also impressed.
0: I simply need to hear some of this now.
1: Two can be as bad as one. Donkey, Shrek, Fiona, Aren't you to a cypher sore eyes? Give us a hug, Shrek, you old love machine. Was that man and just doing Eddie Murphy? This is Shrek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was trying. I mean, the amazing thing about this live stream, besides the fact that, like, almost 700,000 people watched it, is that he's not even in costume. Like, he's he's just in his room, in his home, wearing this, like, orange T-shirt with the camera kind of Positioned in what I call the like grandma position, where it's like under your chin and like the nose shot. Up. <laughs> yeah, so it's like as low budget as you could possibly get, and yet <laughs> it worked to the tune of like twelve thousand dollars. But also a good good
0: summation of what Shrek has become. We're
1: always happy to see you, donkey. But Fiona and I are married now.
0: Lest you believe it's just Rachel and I uh, screaming into a void about Shrek uh, and trying to convince you that a thing is a thing. Uh, We're going to link to a sort of Shrek syllabus in the show notes of a couple of pieces of Shrek anniversary content we have loved this week. That if you're looking for more green, ogrey, swampy, oniony goodness, that's where they're at. I guess there's only one thing left to say, Rachel.
1: Please don't say it.
0: You know what it is. You know what it is. I do. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. My whole body just clenched. <laughs> that is so dirty in context, Rachel. Oh. <laughs> okay,
1: and that's, that's the that's show. The sh- <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. That's the show. I'm going to go take a shower. We'll be back in your feed on Wednesday. So please subscribe for free. And if you can, leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts, unless you're going to say something mean in which don't do it. And follow us on our new Twitter account. Again, we're at ICYMI We'll be posting to the end of the earth on there. And you can also DM us your questions. And you can always, always drop us a note at ICYMI and
0: ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader. Our supervising producer is Derek John. Forrest Wickman is Slate's culture editor. And Gabe Roth is editorial director of audio. Stay out of me, swamp, and see you online. Or <laughs> <We're> not. Don't get. Don't get. All right, that's it.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes